yo, let me get the shirt. He was like, I'll give you the shirt if you give me your jersey, because I had my jersey on, so I swapped it. But I thought it was just kind of funny that the whole time, you know, Carlisle, a bunch of people thought I was trying to, like, start stuff with LeBron. I actually wasn't, so I just, like, fed into it. I was like, well, if you already feel like I'm doing it, well, let me put the shirt on it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Mavs Archives. I'm here tonight with a, a member of the 2011 NBA champions, Deshaun Stevenson. Really excited to talk to him. Deshaun, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. How about you? I'm doing really well. And uh, like I told you before, I'm just I'm thrilled to be able to speak with you and give fans a, a chance to hear from you and learn more about, about you and what you're doing now. So I think, I think it'll be a, a fun conversation one of the first things that I like to ask former Mavs before we, we get into their, their time in Dallas and, and, and everything is just what got you started in the game of basketball growing up? I know you grew up near Fresno. Um, yeah. You know, what, what initially got you into the sport? Uh, it was just, you know, a thing when I was young, you know, I think uh, catching all those Michael Jordan games early on. And, um, you know, that's when he was, you know, in his mojo. Um and just going outside, trying to emulate all the moves and stuff like that. It was probably like third grade. I started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know you eventually made your way to Washington Union High School, had a really successful career there. Um, and yeah. <clears throat> at that time, you know, once you completed your successful, your successful career there, you were able to, or you were considering going to Kansas for your college college basketball committed there, but ended up actually declaring for the 2000 draft. How did, um, what factored into that decision for you to ultimately turn pro? Well, I was getting, you know, I played in all those like summer, summer leagues that a lot of these kids do. It was, a, it was called big time Vegas, like camps in Vegas, um, the ABCD camp that was in New Jersey, uh, the pump brothers that's, that was in LA and, you know, I was playing successful in those, those camps. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, I'll be a for sure first round. Um, I wanted to go to Kansas cause my mom wanted me to go there much mm -hmm. as possible, but you know, with the SAT and they felt like I cheated and I was just like, I'm not taking that test again. I'm also just go pro. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, uh, <laughs> That's, a, that's fun, kind of funny to hear that, interesting to hear that, um, as I was doing yeah. a little more research on you, and I think I saw it on TV a while ago, but kind of forgot about it, I, I just reminded me that you won the 2000 McDonald's dunk contest at the time, yep. so um, what are some of your memories about that McDonald's weekend? It was just a, it was a, a, a fun situation for me, because, you know, being uh, from Fresno, California, it's not a lot of hype you know, of mm -hmm. basketball players. I think I was probably the first to get that recognition, you know, nationwide. So I was kind of like breaking barriers at the same time and living in the moment. So um, it, it was just, it was, it was a fun experience being around all the top prospects that you read. At that time, we didn't have social media. So you were reading mm -hmm. a book, a slam book or something to try to see where you were ranked. And uh, it was just a fun experience. Uh, you know, we, I think we played in the Boston Celtics arena. Mm -hmm. the garden um uh it was just a fun experience for me the, the whole dunk contest uh, all that stuff it just brings back you know like just childhood memories oh yeah absolutely who, who were some of the other players in that in that game with you that weekend 
Um, Zach Randolph, Gerald Wallace, wow. Luke Rittenauer, um, Darius Miles. He went number three in my draft. Yeah. Darius Miles. yeah. Um, uh, I've been listening to uh, Darius's podcast a lot recently. The Knucklehead yeah, podcast. Yeah, they a good him job. Him and Q, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's job, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah usually just yeah. – um, It was really just things it. like that probably. I can't remember all of them, but, you know, those yeah. are a couple, yeah. Big yeah. names. Awesome. Um, so you're, you're picked in the first round by Utah, and you come to a very veteran – like the team just has a heavy veteran presence – at the time, yeah. um, what what was your your rookie year experience like for you? Because I, you know, I I feel like just based on your game at the time, maybe that wasn't the ideal fit. But you know, how 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 was it for you at, at that time? It was horrible, you know, yeah. with Jerry Sloan and all of them, and me being the type of player I was. It was more kind of like a flashy L.A. Clippers type vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what the team that Darius went to. So it was it was it was tough. I had a lot of veterans, didn't play that much the first two years because, you know, they still had Carl, they still had uh, John Stockton, they were trying to win. So mm-hmm. you got a young guy coming in there, high school, they're looking at, like, are we rebuilding? Like, you know, we just went to the finals to play, you know, MJ. Like, we trying to win a championship. So I got caught in the middle of that, you know, of uh, rebuilding, and they, you know, they're feeling some type of way. Yeah, yeah, you did at, at that time. And it's interesting, you know, with uh, with COVID going on and when the, the season was in the hi- this hiatus, Fox Sports Southwest, where that uh, airs a lot of Mavs games or that airs the Mavs games during the regular season, they started showing all these old Mavs games. And they started – they showed some from the 2001 playoffs when you were with the Jazz playing the Mavericks. <laughs> in, and, you know, I'm a, a lifelong NBA fan, and I had just completely – forgotten that you were on the jazz at that at that time yeah, i but, played you know, i was lucky yeah i was lucky yeah. to play in like a lot of different eras you know yeah, i played in yeah. like a lot of different eras i was blessed to do that yeah um and I, you know it's funny like that that 2001 series and then obviously the 2011 finals which we'll we'll, we'll get to are probably two of my favorite all-time Mavs playoff series. And you were, you know, were there for both of them um, yeah. in one way or another. I'm just curious, uh, you know, what do you remember from that 2001 series? It was an exciting time for, for Mavs fans, but, you know, it, it was kind of like the, the, the beginning of the end for, you know, Malone and Stockton and, and all that. I think what I remember, I remember that's when it was like, dang, Dirk is really good. Like, he's going to be <laughs> – I think that's when Dirk kind of stepped up because I, I don't think you guys were supposed to beat us. You know? No, yeah, it was an upset for sure, yeah. It was an upset. So, and um, you guys just played well. You guys played well. I remember we was playing in the old arena too. Mm-hmm. We was playing in the old arena. So, yeah, um, I just remember Dirk and be like, yo, he's going to be something special. Like, even that was back then. Like, he was giving Carmelo like, fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, it was an exciting time for Mavs fans, and it's just funny because yeah, I was watching it this past spring, and I said, "Oh, there's Deshaun on Utah's bench." I forgot that he was there, so that's just kind of I wanted to ask you about that. Um, so I know you know once your time in in Utah ended, you eventually made your way to Orlando, and I really only got one question about your time with Orlando. I'm just curious if you remember it. There was a game in 2005 where the Magic played the Mavs in Dallas. And I, I was at that game, and that's why I remember it so well. You played really, really well, 29 points. At, at that time, I think it was your career high. 
And it was just, you know, it's just something that stuck out in my mind because I was a little bit familiar with you from your NBA, like from your time with the Jazz whenever they were on like the NBA on NBC at that, yeah. that time. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of, it just, it's one of those games that sticks out in my memory of, of you just, um, you went 13 to 23 from the field. The Magic lost, but it was a really good game for you. Do you have any yeah. memories of that game? I know it was a while ago, but it's just yeah, I, remember I really that remember. I, think, I feel like that was kind of like the game I felt in my eyes. I kind of broke out because, mm -hmm. you know, I was sitting a lot over there with um, the Utah Jazz. And I, I played, I think, my last year really well. And that's why I got traded to Orlando for Gorchek, Gordon Gorchek. And, um, yeah, I was on fire that game. And I remember uh, yeah. Mark Cuban was talking the whole time to me, like, yo, you can't shoot like that. And I remember <laughs> – I just remember – I think that's when, like, wasn't the arena kind of new then, too? I feel yeah, like y'all just built it. It was fairly new. It's in, like, maybe it's third yeah. or fourth years. It was pretty recent, yeah. yeah. And I remember going there. It was just a whole little moment. But I remember I was on fire that game. And I remember Mark <laughs> and uh, uh, everybody was on the on – the, um, sidelines like, man, who is this kid? Why is he making all these shots? But yeah, I remember that game. I was like really in fuego. I couldn't miss. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I was I was in the building that night and you were right. You, you could not miss. So I just, I'm, I'm glad you had uh, some memories of that night because I, I was yeah. curious what you would uh, remember. So obviously I know you had, after Orlando, you had your time in Washington and you're there, there for a few years. But then in the in the spring of 2010 is when you were traded to Dallas, which is obviously the point I wanted to talk to you about. Um, one thing I like to ask uh, players that get traded to to Dallas or even away from Dallas in some of these conversations I've been having, you know, how did you find out about the trade? And was it something that you were surprised or was it something you were expecting? I know that year, I, I, I didn't have a really good year that year. I, I think I just was fresh off back surgery. I didn't play that whole year, um, the year before. So I came back that year. Actually, I got traded, and the game just didn't feel right. You know, you know, as an athlete, sometimes you, you, you just don't feel right. And it was that year, you know, uh, I wasn't shooting the ball well, and I knew that they were trying to trade something, but my contract was so big that they couldn't just do it, like, straight up. So – yeah, I think for a fact, I remember I was in the living room. We were watching uh, the NBA All-Star game, and I think it was in Dallas. Was it in Dallas? Yes, it was in Dallas that year. It was yeah. in Dallas, and I was yeah. watching it on TV, and then, and it just came across the screen that Karan Butler and uh, Brendan Haywood, and I was the throw-in. So I felt, I felt kind of disrespected because I know my game. I'm a gamer, but, you mm -hmm. know, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah. I didn't have that, that, that good year, that year off back surgery. So I understood it, but my – my thought process was, you know, Dallas didn't have nobody like me, and I felt like I can go there and eventually start. And I feel like if you ask any person that, that was on that team, that's how I, like, went to practice every game. Like, I'm, like, I'm going to get in a start position. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – no, that's uh, that's really, really cool to hear. Um, so, yeah, you came here in, in 2010, and, you know – at the tail end of that season, or the, you know, after that trade, you didn't really have much. Like, your, I would say your playing time was like inconsistent. At the, for, yeah, that it was part, like when I here. first got there, I wasn't really yeah. playing a lot. It would have to be like, like somebody was taking a day off or something. Like somebody was in foul trouble. Like I really didn't play that much that first year getting traded. Right. Yeah, I I remember that. But the next season, though, obviously the 2010-2011 season. Um, 
early in the season you were inserted into the st- starting lineup and the Mavs just took off. Um, what was it about, about your game that ultimately, you know, led Carlisle to insert you into the starting lineup? I, I'd read things in the past that ma- the play, uh, teammates vouched for you and, you know, wanted you in the starting lineup. But, you know, feel, what, what specifically like, about your, your game made that happen? I feel like Carlisle at the beginning, he really didn't like – he didn't like um, – excuse me, he didn't really <laughs> with me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like – you, but, you know, like Carlisle um, – you know, like he saw that the other people like was like, yo, he's getting him in here early. He's working on his game. And I think just because who I am, if you see me, you kind of get like, dang, like, what is this guy going to do? Kind of get scared. And I feel like Carl at first was like, yo, he might come in here and like disrupt, you know, disrupt like what we have going on. Cause they felt like they was wanting to win a championship, but mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm always a team player. I do that. The way I act is with other people, not in the locker room with the, you know what I'm saying? With, with, yeah. with people that I'm trying to win with. So I just felt like at first I got inserted because I think Roddy Bubois broke his foot early. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I love Roddy. He's an awesome person, but I feel like that was a sign from God. Cause then I think I got inserted and I think we won like 11 straight, 12 straight. It was something crazy. And then when yeah. he came back, we were, like, winning on and off. But it wasn't like how the season started, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I was probably just a perfect fit at that time, you know, for the championship team. Because, you know, I had my set minutes. I knew I was going to get 20 to 25 minutes and Jet was going to play the rest. Mm-hmm. And I knew that with the system, the offense, I'm a catch and shoot, you know, type of guy. Oh, yeah. I'm gritty. And I'm going to play defense, and that's what they needed, you know. So it was just like – I feel like it was a perfect – just an insert. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a, a seamless fit. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you there. And uh, you mentioned Jet, and I'm glad you did because I forgot to ask you something. So I had him on the, the show several months ago. And, uh, you know, I, I knew the story about, obviously, him getting the, the tattoo uh, on his bicep of the championship <laughs> yeah, my, trophy. Yeah. One thing I wasn't aware of, though, is that he said he got that done at your house. Um, yeah, it was at my house. I had yeah. like a uh, like a team party. At yeah. a team party, a lot of <laughs> players came. Some didn't, and I had a tattoo guy there because you know, obviously, I like tattoos. Right. And then Jet said in the chair, he was like, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get the trophy because we gonna win this year." <laughs> and he got the trophy. We won that year. It was crazy that that happened. Like that's like. I tell people that story all the time. Like he spoke that up. He spoke yeah. It to his interest. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's really funny. Yeah. I just like I said, I was not aware that that that, that happened at your house. So I wanted to to ask you about that. Um, so obviously the Mavs 2011 regular season was very successful. You guys head into the playoffs, and I mean we all know what happened versus Portland, Lakers, OKC. And we all know, like I said, we all know what happened in, during the the playoffs. Um, le- leading up to the uh, the finals, what are some memories of – what are some of your favorite memories of the 2011 playoffs before the series against the Heat? I feel like we were just clicking. Like, mm-hmm. we were doing things together. You know, Jason Kidd was – we would fly into a city. He would rent out the whole uh, movie theater. It would just be us in there. Um, you know, I just felt like – we were just clicking as a team. Everybody knew their position. Everybody from the bench knew how many minutes it was going to play. 
that team is probably the, the most unselfish team I ever played for. And I, I just feel like we clicked. Everybody, everybody from the number one guy to the 15th guy knew his, you know, knew what he, what he had to do when he came in the game. So it was just, it was a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was, it was such a exciting time as a fan. And um, I just, I watched every single game and I, I loved every minute of it. Um, so you know, moving into the finals, uh, you were in the starting lineup for the first half of that series. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the Mavs were down 2-1, and I think um, Carlisle probably sensed that maybe something needed to change a little bit. So yeah. he inserted Berea into the starting lineup for you. Um, h- how were you told about, about that change coming, and, uh, you know, what was your initial reaction to it? Um. Uh, I don't, was it the third game where it happened? I think it was, it was the, uh, game, the right? fourth. Uh, the fourth. The fourth game. game. Yeah. Um, I found out like right before that game. Um, mm-hmm. I think he called me, brought me into the locker room. He was big of like respect of like calling me in, telling me you know what was going on. And um, at first I was kind of hurt because you know I was locking up, defending everybody the whole year, and mm-hmm. got to where it was at. So mentally I was like, oh, here we go again. But then um. It worked out. It worked out, and I still got the playing time, the same amount of minutes. And JJ, mm-hmm. he's just a beast himself. So you put JJ in there, he's like, he's like somebody like me, but smaller. So it just mm-hmm. worked out, and I feel like that was a good, uh, uh, a good coaching move by uh, Carlisle. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, like you said, it worked out. I was just, um, oh yeah, it was a great decision. And like you said, you still got your yeah. minutes and like had some huge contributions. And everything. So moving to to game six, when once the Mavs closed it out, and won the title, uh, you had a huge first half. Hits yeah. three big threes, and I remember two were like back to back, and yeah. uh, just uh, really cool moments as as a Mavs fan. You know what was uh, what are your memories of that night? Obviously from the game, uh, and then after in the locker room, the after party. What, what are some of the memories you have of uh, June twelfth, twenty eleven? Well, a lot of people didn't know. Like me and me and Brendan Haywood could barely walk that game six. Me and oh, him wow. had to, yeah. Me and Brendan Haywood had to take like this kind of like morphine shot in our butt, like for the pain to go away. But I remember that, and I, I just remember they were going up on the lead, and Carlisle threw me in there. You know, with me and my energy, like you said, I hit three back-to-back threes and I feel like once that happened like the whole momentum switched off and we never looked back for then I didn't I get kind of like with a tussle that 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 game too <laughs> yeah, yeah I think I so uh like... <laughs> near the end of the first half I think yeah I yeah. got a little tussle so I just feel like with all that that's the stuff that uh I feel like you know the Mavs needed the whole time if you hear about the history with the Mavs they always talked about they wasn't tough 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 mm. And I felt that um, Tyson Chandler, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and myself, Karan Butler, um, I even say Tricks. I mean, all of us is pretty tough, you know, Tricks and uh, Jay Kidd did a lot too at his age, Gardner. I just feel like we just had, we just had a, like a clicking good team, like all the way around. Oh, yeah. No, it was, uh, you know, I, I still can't believe that was, you know, nine years ago now. It doesn't feel that long, but yeah. uh, it was a, a special time. And you're right, it was a, a great time to be a Mavs fan. Um, so one thing that I'm sure you've gotten asked a lot is um, where did you get that, that t-shirt that you were wearing after the, uh, after the Mavs won the Mavs yeah. won the title? 
But you know, the whole time people don't know you guys Carla, but the whole time we played the 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 Miami Heat, I guess it was somebody that was trying to act like me the whole time and was stirring stuff on the internet. And oh, wow. I had multiple conversations with Carlisle. I was like, leave LeBron alone. I was like, Carlisle, I don't even have social media. So he looked <laughs> into it. He found I didn't have social media. It was like a like a whole bigger ordeal. So uh, to fast forward to that, um, we win a championship and I'm walking in the hotel, the Ritz. I think we stayed at the Ritz. And um, I get off on my floor. And when I got off the floor, the guy had the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yo, let me get the shirt. He was like, I'll give you the shirt if you give me your jersey. Because I had my jersey on, so I swapped it. But I thought it was just kind of funny that the whole time, you know, Carlisle, a bunch of people thought I was trying to, like, start stuff with LeBron. I actually wasn't. So I mm -hmm. just, like, fed into it. I was like, well, if you already feel like I'm doing it, well, let me put the shirt on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how I do, do you Do you still have that shirt to this day? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. That's I awesome. still have that shirt. Yep. I got yeah. the old shirt. Yep. <laughs> So that's that's funny to hear. Um, so you know the obviously after that championship was interesting because then the lockout happened, yeah. and um, and you know there was just a lot of uncertainty as to you know what was going to happen with the team. I know your contract was up. Uh, yeah. You know, was there any chance that you were able to come back here at all, or they were just going in a different direction? I was trying really hard to come back. Yeah. Uh, I think they was trying to go in a different direction. They feel like, you know, they didn't want me there. And, you know, they were saying that if I did come back, I would have to make the team. I was like, mm -hmm. how you go from starting, you know, doing all this and win a championship to come back to make the team. Like, it was just a lot of like, it was just tough. So I just said, forget it. Yeah. 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 No, uh, fair enough. I mean, you got to do what's best for you, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so I know you had a couple more years in uh, the NBA after that with New Jersey and Atlanta going through 2013. And uh, in recent years, you know, you've been involved in, in the big three. Is that yeah. something you still plan to continue, you know, once, whenever things, you know, kind of come back to something resembling normal? Yeah, right before all this happened, I signed a, a, a one-year deal because I guess when you're a captain and a co-captain, you get a guaranteed contract. So mm. I signed a guaranteed contract, and then this happened. So yeah. I don't know. I just pray and hope probably it would be, like, picked up again for next year since it didn't happen this year. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, but yeah I'm still playing. I might play one, one, one or two more years. I just like being back in the uh, – you know, around the, the whole little – players and yeah. traveling so it's, it's, it's kind of like kind of cool to do it in the summertime oh yeah no it, it is it is pretty neat and I went to uh gosh I don't even know I guess it was about two years ago um to when they came to Dallas um yeah and everything so you know I got to see you play and and so yeah. that was fun seeing you back in the American Airlines Center that was that was pretty yeah. cool as a as a fan um so you know outside outside of the big three what what's kept you busy in your in your post NBA career uh, I started a barbershop, which I actually was fortunate enough to sell before um, uh, this COVID thing uh, happened. But I was doing the, the barbershop um, mm -hmm. just with the kids. You know, I'm yeah. just like always being gone. I played 13 years straight. 
you know, with no delay. So now I'm just giving this time for the kids. My son is in football. My daughter's in tennis. My other two daughters are in uh, gymnastics. So just doing that and then playing in the big three in the summer. And I was doing my barbershop thing and just, you know, just making moves here and there. That's the, and, and you're in Orlando, right? Yeah, I'm in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's really cool here. I'm glad to hear everything's yeah. going well for, for you and your kids. Yeah. I'm really happy, happy to hear that. So I think I just got uh, one last question for you. And so this is how I like to, uh, end these conversations when I'm talking to former Mavs. So what I'm looking at right now is the, the roster for the 2011 Mavs team. And okay. this is a regular, anyone that played either a regular season or preseason game, they maybe some of these guys only played one or two games cause they were only there for a 10 day, but I wanted to see how many of them you, sorry. Damn, I remember. Okay. There's 18 names on it. Um, Dang. Yeah. So I wanted to see how many of them you could name. All right. And yeah, feel free to start. So you got one. You got uh, Alexia Jensa. Yeah, oh. Brian Brian Cardinal. There you go. You got to put Dirk in there. Yep. Jason Kidd, Peja, Jet, JJ, myself, Haywood, Karan, Bubois. Damn, who else I'm missing? You got seven. Seven more names. Yeah, I'm with. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can give them to you if you want. You you mentioned one of them earlier. Who? Yeah. So you got a uh, Corey Brewer. Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Corey. Corey. Uh, yeah. Tyson. Oh, Mahimi. Mahimi. Yeah, Mahimi. There you go. <laughs> Mahimi. Uh... Four more. <laughs> oh man. Uh, one was a rookie. You got a starter. Oh, uh, D. Jones. D. Jones. Yeah, D. Jones. Yeah. D. Jones, Dominic Jones. Uh, you got one starter, uh, one guy that uh, was in the starting lineup, and then – Sean two, Marion. Yep. And then two guys that, that came and went pretty quick. One guy was there just before – and then was like, oh, just before you guys brought in Peja, and then another guy that was there early in the season. Oh, I don't know those two. Okay, you got Sasha Pavlovich. Oh, Sasha, Yeah. yeah. And then the last one is Steve Novak, who was there just in and out pretty quick oh, early on. Steve Novak, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you, you did. Um, I, just, I can't believe I forgot my boy Tricks. Tricks, don't get mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Me, I don't I want to do, get mad. <laughs> I hope to do one of these with him soon. Uh, I think Alan's working on maybe putting something together yeah. for that. So that, that should be cool <laughs> when that happens. Yeah. Um, well, uh, like I said, you know, I, I really appreciate you giving me some of your time Man. tonight. It's been fun to uh, to catch up and see and see how you're doing. And I'm glad to hear that you and your family yeah. are doing really well. So uh, hopefully, um, you know, we'll see you back in Dallas whenever the big three resumes. It'll be fun. All uh, right, done there. I'm going to yeah. catch some games next year, so you'll see me out there. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be yeah. cool. Well, yeah. um like, thank you so much, Hassan. This was, this was All great. Love, and, uh, All love, I, yeah. I hope you uh, I hope you have a great night. All right, you too. Thank okay, you. thanks a lot. Bye. All right.